Alright, welcome once again after long hiatus to the RPG Land Awesome Cast. I'm Ori House, the podcast host. Hi, I'm Heath, and I, I don't know if it's my turn to talk yet, because I'm a little out of practice, but uh, hey. I guess it's my turn, because Heath stopped talking. I'm Joy Janowski, and I'm a reviewer for the website. This is an awesome return to form. I've changed my mind. I'm Joey Janowski. You are? Yeah, we're definitely sharp as attack after the long break, aren't we? I Well, I I've decided it, that I don't want to go back to who I was. So I'd rather switch. That's okay. Okay. Sure, Maybe then I can say then I can say I've been in Japan. Yeah, well, who are you though? We can't have two. Why not? I don't know. Doesn't seem exactly. Right. It's not like the universe is going to implode or something. Right. Anyway. So, what's all you guys been playing lately? Joey, what you been playing? I start with um, you. Is that what we're starting with? Mainly Final Fantasy V Advance. Not, not, not you. What? Not you. Huh? You're not Joey. I meant Joey. Which Joey? The real Joey or like the new... Like, Japanese Joey. Cut? Japanese Joey, of course. <laughs> What you been playing, Japanese? Which one Joey? is that? I don't think I either don't... of us is Japanese. I've never known a Japanese guy named Joey. I'm tired of this. You. The one with the nose. I've changed my mind. My name is Ori House. Oh, okay. What have you been playing, Ori? Are you asking yourself or are you asking me? <laughs> God. You know what? Both of you guys suck. I'm going back to being Heath. You better I haven't be. even really been playing anything. I've really kind of taking a break from RPG. <laughs> I got sick of them for a while there. Um, Imagine that. Playing like NHL 08. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 08, not even 09, the new one. Like I'm, I'm still stuck in last year, and I've decided I won't get this year's. So I'll save myself the money, and I'll get, I'll get a new hockey game next year. But, so you've been playing you know, hockey. Yeah, and you know what? It's still got experience points and leveling up, though. After each game, you'll see, like, you know, Jason Pominville got so many experience points. And then, like, through the season, you can check their uh, their little ratings. I don't know if you guys play very many sports games, because they, the, they got, like, the speed, 86. Agility, 82. Slapshot power, 90. Stuff like that. And you'll see them, like, occasionally, once in a while, they'll go up a point or two after they get so many experience points based on their potential and how they've done and their stats and things. The only sports games I've ever played are the Tony Hawk games, but those still are very slightly RPG-esque in a sense in that um, you can collect these, like, you can collect like, these stat points that are hidden throughout the levels, and then you can adjust them so that you can put a few stat points into your air so your jumps launch you higher, and that allows you to get ones that are put further up and all the way, and then you can yeah, put those yeah. up to speed. I remember that. I remember doing that. I haven't played a Tony Hawk game in probably like four years. But yeah, yeah I remember doing that. In that, that sense, cool. I think sports games have been RPGs for probably like the, pretty much the last desc- decade, huh? Only problem is to get new stats, you have to buy another game. I'm just being overly critical because I can't. Ugh, just like to update the the rosters and shit. 
Oh, the rosters, yeah. No, they took care of that too now. Did they? Because like finally. Well, I mean, to get the the people that actually exist. But once you go on for so many years in your franchise mode, like you go through the draft picks and everything, and like they just kind of create simulated uh, players, I guess. So you huh. got people that really exist. Like in the franchise I'm in, I'm like five seasons into the future. So, you know, several people have retired that were prominent figures in the league, and we're starting to see, you know, the rookies that were great two and three seasons ago are starting to become the major players. So, But they're made-up people. Yeah, they're made-up people. They're just AI, you know, with simulated names and random oh, stats. They pretty, much, they pretty much single-handedly just made every single future sports title obsolete, huh? Not really, because the gameplay will change, but, you know. Wow. Like, the playing defense in this game in particular is a little weird and kind of hard to do, in my opinion. And I guess they're fixing that in 09, which makes me curious, but not curious enough to drop 60 bucks. Oh, so we're talking PS3 here. Yeah, yeah, we are. Okay. Sorry. Anyway... So well, we you know, those about... those games come out for, like, everything, including the Nintendo DS, so it's like, LOL. Really? The DS? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that part up. I think you are. Well, I want to be surprised. Seen... I saw Call of Duty 4 for DS, so... Yeah. You never know. Spore is freaking out for DS, and it's only out on PC, so... But that's not the same game. Maybe not, but it's still freaking Spore. But it's mainly... It's different. How do you play defense in Spore? You don't. Is it better than NHL 08? I don't know. You create a monster big enough to eat the other monsters. I that sounds like offense to me, but okay. The only... Not if you keep game, them at home. The main sports game I remember owning was Madden... Was it like 2001? I think Madden 2001. For PS2, and you know why? Because the only other game I had for PS2 was Fantavision, because it had nothing when it came out. That's right. Isn't it terrible? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> then for that brief time, you had Madden 09 because you bought yourself a blue PSP. Yeah, I did have Madden 09, but I sold that crap up the river. <laughs> you bought the blue PSP because of the blue PSP. <laughs> and it came with Madden 09? Yeah. I sold it for like, oh god! Hey, nothing's perfect. I sold it for thirty bucks, so whatever, thirty Not bucks bad. off a PSP price. Yeah. Um, By the way, being I was actually looking at one today. What did you do with that NFL fo- NFL football hits video? Because I know it came with one of them too. I decided that I don't think I could sell it for anything worth selling it for, so I was just like, okay, <laughs> throw it, throw it in the drawer. So I still got so, that. Well, yes. Where do we go from here? We had an unfunny identity crisis bit, and then we talked about sports games for like eight minutes. I know it's pretty what sad, but we we just have to hope that Joey, or whoever he is, can save us. Save us, Joey. What have you been playing? Well, as I said about eight minutes ago, when the other not-me was really supposed to talk... Um, Quiet, you. I was playing Final Fantasy V Advance is what I've mainly been playing as of late. 
Oh, that's I don't, right. I remember you saying that. I just got... I don't know what happened. Um, About three, four weeks ago, um, I just decided to get in the mood for it. I guess I was sublim- subliminally influenced because I'm... Read, there's like three or four different people I've been talking to and such who have been mentioning it, and so I guess that just somehow put me in the mood. But I wasn't thinking of any of them. I'm just like I just look over at it sitting on my shelf. I'm like, you know, I want to play this now. I popped it in. I'm now in the final dungeon. I have every job class mastered, um, and now I'm just gaining some levels, and I'm gonna go beat X death. And then also I've been playing Dragon Quest three to get me prepared for Dragon Quest four because about. Not even a week ago, I was down in the cities, and for all those who don't live in Minnesota, that is the Twin Cities, just so you know. Um, I was down there, That's not and much more uh, specific, you know. You should say yeah, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. People have yeah. heard of the Twin Cities. It's Minneapolis, St. Paul. There. Now continue. Yeah, that's- anyway, I was, I was in a pawn shop, and I just happened to look over, and there's the Game Boy Color version of Dragon Warrior 3 just sitting there for four I'm just like... That was it? Oh my god! It didn't have a box or anything. It was just the cartridge. But for five dollars, I was like, "Oh my god!" So I bought that, and I bought um, Mega Man NT, Mega Man Network Transmission. I'm sorry. Two dollar. Hey, it was a dollar ninety nine. So, so was, was like, your hey. the Hunter from the Future. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> so I bought that, and I also bought Onimusha One that day, and I bought Grolanzer Generations. But I don't know if I'll even be keeping that or not. Because the discs are in pretty bad shape, and they're blue disc, blue back discs. So I don't know if they're even going to work in my PS2. Isn't hardware wonderful when it breaks? So beautiful. But I'm really liking what I played of Dra- the one hour I played of Dragon Quest Three. It's it's good stuff. That was actually one of the last RPGs I played before I went on my not playing RPG streak. And with how long Dragon Quest games typically tend to be, I can understand how it burned you out. It didn't burn me out. I just, I mean, I, I came to Japan in a large overseas move. You got to pick and choose what you take, and yeah. I wasn't going to bring a Game Boy Color just for one game. And you know, the, the DS can't play them. They can do advanced, but I guess they can't do color. So that's true. So yeah, eh, I don't know. Behind and that was that. Dragon Quest anyway, games can be quite relaxing, actually. Just, yeah, it was really fun when I played of it. It was great. So is that it for you, Joey? Uh, probably. I'm trying to think. Oh, I also was playing Lord of the Rings, but that's with a huh? friend. That's not real important. Lord of the like Rings, Return one? of the King. Oh, Return of the King. Right. Good co-op mode. I wouldn't know. No, no, you wouldn't. Okay. Anyway, what's what's you been playing, Ori? Well, I'll tell you. I was playing... Will because, you now? Yes, I will. Okay. Uh, since I moved back to college, I got roommate now. He's got a 360, and so together we have all the consoles. It's quite nice, really. And I'm sure you haven't been playing the 360. Uh, why not? Because you, like, have a weird hate on the 360 in general? I do. I didn't know that, but I bought some Xbox games now. Oh my god. You suddenly like went a million miles away. That's okay, I'm getting a little sick of Joey. <laughs> okay. So go on, you've been All playing right. what now? What? 
I was uh, I got uh, Indigo Prophecy for Xbox, the original Xbox, and been playing it on the emulation on 360. And I beat that in a few days, and then basically, pretty much right after that, another Xbox 360 game showed up at my door. Zoid's Assault. I was right. like, what the heck is this? Because I had no idea this game existed until suddenly I had it. And I was just like, a new generation of Zoids take command of the fearsome war machines known as Zoids. You are a mace squad, an elite tactical unit sent behind enemy lines and all that other stuff that's on the back of the box. So I was like, okay. I was like, I'll just open this up, put it in, see what it's like. And it's a tactical RPG, very reminiscent of Front Mission 4. If anyone has ever played that game. Nope. I haven't. I don't know what's with you, Joey. Joey's still far away, but I'm okay with that. It's okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Front Mission 4. Uh, Front Mission 4, I don't think, was one of the higher rated ones of the series, was it? Or was uh, it? I don't think so. I, I, I think it's... Uh, it's poor performance or whatever. I don't know if I mean review scores or if I mean sales. I just remember, for some reason, like it having a bad reputation. I didn't pay much attention to it. I know it had poor well, sales. I don't know about poor reviews, though. Okay. But Well, I this... think one of those two things, or both combined, uh, played into North America's not getting Front Mission 5 if I recall correctly. Which probably pissed some people off, but there that yeah. is. So anyway, Zoid's Assault, kind of like Front Mission 4. I don't know. It's uh, you know, It's got Zoids in it, which, as people may know, is a anime model. Well, it's a model series, but an anime series or whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter because like, I didn't feel like I needed to know anything about it you know, when I was playing it. That makes right, sense. Right, right, right. So, I don't know. Do you want me to give, like, a... Should I tell what score I'm leaning towards about halfway through the game? Eh, I don't know. Just say what you like and what you don't like. I don't know. Enlighten me, because I don't know very much at all about the game. I mean, I've seen screenshots and stuff. It's hard to avoid in our line of quote-unquote work. But uh, I don't know much about how it plays or what you do or anything, other than the fact that I've heard someone compare it to Front Mission 4. Was that? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, someone. But I, it's kind of simplistic, I guess, which doesn't bother me because I suck at strategy RPGs. But it's just like... Um, you. The visuals probably aren't like the best you're ever going to th- see on Xbox 360, but what else is new? It's much like, I suppose, Disgaea 3 on PS3. You know what I mean? I, I, if we take price into account, though, it's a $60 game as opposed to Disgaea 3 coming out for 50 So I was kind of like, oh, this looks kind of like poop. Like, literally, it's pretty brown. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm having fun playing it. I'm I'm not. I want to stop 
but at the same time, it's like you can't change your characters. Uh, you're stuck being the uh, Zoids that you are. I mean, the, like, uh, it's like you, you have two Ligers, two Wolves, and a Bison, and you can't change. You can't change what those are. Like in Wait, the Zoids universe, there's all these different models. You know what I mean? Okay. And you're stuck with these characters who have no personalities of their own, and really, and they're uh, they're Zoids, and you can paint them, but the game only comes with about five paint schemes, I think. Yeah, so, for customization. Yeah, you can download more if you pay monies. They actually have a paint scheme download pack for 200 Microsoft points, which I'm not quite sure how it transfers into real money. This but wouldn't by chance be a band, Bandai Namco game, would it? No, this is an Atlas release. Oh, really? Uh, it's like a part of a uh, threesome of uh, Xbox 360 strategy RPGs they released recently, because it was Operation Darkness, Zoids Assault, and some other game. Does Isn't anyone... it that Spectral Force 3? Yeah, Spectral Force 3. Uh, which I sent on to what's his face? Joseph. Yes, Joseph. Other yeah. Joseph. Uh, or rather, and I don't know. Like, like I said, it's weird because I'm having fun playing it, but at the same time, there's lots of weird problems with it. The menus are slow. That kind of annoys me in an RPG. You know what I mean? Because you like hit the button and then there's like a delay before something happens. Oh yeah, especially in the strategy RPG where. You're like all about menus. It's not so much in the battles, though. So I guess I wouldn't say it's too bad. It's just in like the setup between battles where you have to equip your tools and stuff. Still, man. I mean, yeah. Tactical RPGs have a lot of like menu crews and stuff more so than the regular one. So I guess for Zoids fans, and there are those, <laughs> it would probably be a good game. I mean, because it's like it's it's, a, it's it's an average game. It's very average. But if a person would be like like Zoids or like strategy RPGs, it's probably a decent idea, but probably not for sixty bucks. I guess that sums up my my thoughts on it. You know what I mean? Okay. So I I didn't know that there was like a an actual Zoids following. Like these were. A you know what? I didn't know the extent to which it went until I went on the internet, and because I was just looking for information, and I wandered into the game facts boards of Zoid's Assault, and of course, there's the expected from a game like this. There's the expected like slew of uh, game facts posts saying, "Oh my God, reviewers don't understand this game." <laughs> that, was the, that was the perfect impression. <laughs> that was like spot on. <laughs> it's like. Oh my god, another mediocre review. What are we going to do? They're killing <laughs> our game. <laughs> All this persecution. And, yeah. <laughs> so, and then I was just like, and there was this guy on there that's just like listing the Zoids games he's imported. Now, there aren't many, there's like two Zoids, or three, I guess, that came out here in the US, but there's like a crap ton of them in Japan. And I just like, this guy's got like, five PS1 games of Zoids and just like six PS2 games of Zoids and just like yeah, you're a Zoids fan you and that that's where I found them 
Do you think our our boy, the Lord of Doom, has, like, jumped ship, maybe? You know, I I wonder. Or maybe he's, like, double-dipping, perhaps? I mean, I I can't see him leaving the, the Digimon arena. Not for long. Not for good. Not our boy. No, I don't think so. It's, it's, it could be his brother. Maybe a distant relation. I don't know. All I know is Zoid's Assault. I'm going to finish it because I have to. And I want to. But believe it. Believe it. But 60 bucks. Every time I boot it up, I'm just like 60 bucks. And I look at it and I'm like, oh my god. But I'm the kind of person that doesn't spend 60 bucks lightly on a game, so, you know, right. I still only own one PS3 game. Because <laughs> they're all 60 bucks. Which one is that, by the way? Metal Gear Solid yeah. 4. Oh, how is that? I don't know. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't bought it yet. It's kind of terrible. The third one. I have the third one, but I'm like half an hour into it, and I just... It's not that it wasn't good, like, it's great, the little tiny bit that I played, but it's hard to pick it up again. But I want to beat that one before 4, even though I know chronologically, like, it's, you know, yeah. like distant people or whatever. Anyway. Well. So there, we've been playing. Pretty much. Um, and uh, hopefully I'll be playing Dragon Quest 4 when it comes. Other than that, mostly it's just living. Oh, I played Final Soldier. That's the only other thing I played. That's a a side or not a side a vertical scrolling shoot 'em up for the Turbo Graphics. Whoa! Did you get that on like the Virtual Console? Or yeah, what? I downloaded it on Virtual uh, Console, and I beat it, and I was so proud of myself because usually those games rate my face. Yeah. But then I went online and found out, oh, this game's so easy, and I was like, man, man, don't you hate getting on the internet and finding out you're wrong about how a game is? Like yeah, I, I, I especially hate it when it's like, yeah, this game is easy, and then my testicles fall off. It's just like, well, so much for that. I have no more I hate man- online, manliness. I hate getting online and finding out my opinions are wrong, too. Yeah. I hate being, I like playing a game and then finishing it and being like, man, that sucked. And then getting online and being like, whoa, I was wrong. Apparently, that was awesome. Never mind. And then, or the reverse, like getting this great feeling after playing a game. Wow, that was that was pretty solid. I enjoyed my time. And then looking on the internet and being like, "Whoa, no, I I really didn't. I I was fooled. I don't know what came over me." But according to all these people, I'm wrong. Couldn't and then you uh, go like on. Game. Then you go on Game Facts and be like, "They don't understand my game." <laughs> Guys, guys, I just got back from the internet. They don't get it. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> we got- <laughs> All I can picture is like a kid sitting down like on the side of a couch all slumped and like a dad walking in. <sighs> I'm going to ask you something, Jeff. Did you go to the internet again? <laughs> uh-huh. 
the dad sits down, puts his arm around the son. Tell me what happened. They, they, they don't get it. I know. I told you they wouldn't. Didn't I tell you they wouldn't? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Family, it's terrible. Isn't it about time? Yeah. So, well, speaking of going on the internet and finding out you're wrong, I guess I ranted on the site, didn't I, about the internet hype machine. Was it just a moment of, of epiphany I'm and rage? Passion and fury. What'd you say, Joey? Just a moment of unbridled passion and fury. I guess. I wrote that on the spur of the moment. Like, just, I was cruising forums and things and seeing what people were saying because Sega decided to announce an announcement, which I hate because it's. That is ridiculous. People, and people can't see it. People walk right into the trap. People just, they, they clutch and cling right to it, and they do exactly oh what... Oh my god! Sega is doing exactly what they've done for their, their entire history! Awesome! Yeah, nice to know that they're still making games! Like, what? With they're dragons in them. Shot. Yeah, I know. Like, it's like, I remember the... The first one I can remember, although there were probably several instances before this, but, I mean, this was recently after coming back from a hiatus and writing about RPGs, another one, um, where Square Enix comes out uh, and they say, like, guess what, guys? We're going to make an announcement. And everybody's that like, Tokyo what's the announcement going to be? What's the announcement? What's the announcement? I don't think it was even a Tokyo Game Show, was it? I remember, like, scans being the big deal. Anyway. And then, like, it was Grandia 3. You remember this? Oh, yeah. It definitely couldn't have been Tokyo Game Show. That that wasn't even good enough for Tokyo Game Show. I don't remember. It's like, everybody's like, wow, wow, what's the announcement? Wow, wow. And then, you know, Chrono Break comes up again. What, uh, Sega? Wait, Sega? No, Square. Oh. Square did Grandia? Grandia 3. Oh. Because, um, anyway. Whatever. They, they make this big announcement, and then they're like, guess what? The announcement that we announced? Well, we're announcing Grandia 3 for our announcement's announcement. And Andrew Long, over at The Gamer, actually had a wonderful headline for the story containing that. He's like, Secret Square Enix announcement announced as announcement of Grandia 3. And it, the uses of announcement in the headline actually display what really goes on quite well. Because it's like, well, let's just announce that we're going to announce something so that that builds hype in itself. So even people that don't care will be like, I wonder what the announcement is. And that's what goes on. Like, I was just looking around the forums for this Sega thing. Like, we are making RPG now, which I find hilarious in their little, in their image there on their site, a company with, a company whose international relations are so important and play a very big role in its success in general, they come on with this bad English, we are making RPG now, and you're like, oh good, because the last time I made RPG, it turned out awful, 
my wife makes it better than I do. She makes RPG. She makes it the way her mom does, which is like passed down from some Ukrainian recipe. And I don't know. I don't really understand it. But she makes RPG quite well. Um, I'm working on learning how to make RPG uh, a little more my own style. I'm brushing up my skills, personally. I yeah. tightened up the graphics on level two. Yeah, it's like, come on, Sega. You can't use, uh, can't use an article there. Anyway... So, I just and people just latch on, and people are like, "Wow, what are, what it is? Oh, please be new Dragon Force! Oh, please be Shining Force, Dark Dragon related! Oh, please be this! Please be that!" I have and, to wonder, uh, uh, since you're the one, I didn't see any of this. Was no. there any like Panzer Dragoon saga speculation yes. going on? Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, it, it's fine to hope for stuff. I. I don't fault anyone for that. We all do it. We all ought to. I mean, come on. Without hope, what do we have? But, I mean, people are like, what was it? The quote I put in a, from a message forum it's from the Dreamers, actually. Something from, about uh, it surely being awesome. The guy, yeah, it's, what is it? Whatever solid. it is, it should be solid. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? You're the <laughs> problem. You are the problem. Right there. Bang. Whatever it is, it should be solid. <laughs> I hope this game just turns out awful. Actually, just, to be quite honest, a fair amount, in fact, more than a fair amount, over half of Sega's RPGs suck. Which one are these? Just wondering, offhand. Anything that's not a Fantasy Star game or um, a Shining Force game that's a strategy RPG. What was wrong with Panzer Dragoon Saga? I forgot about that. Yeah, what's wrong with Skies of Arcadia? You did. Yeah, what's wrong oh, with Skies of Arcadia? I forgot about Arcadia. that. What are the other RPGs? That's what I want. You know what? Windows Anything else with Shining in the title. Oh. Anything else with Fantasy Star in the title. And then, um... Oh, I suppose. I don't know. Although, there's that new Sonic RPG. That could, that has potential. Yeah, but that's Bioware. Don't bring Sega in. That, that's exactly it. That's why it has potential, and that's the point. Anyway, it's kind of off-topic. So, so now, I'm sorry. I said I said uh, I think I said Wind of Nostalgia there. I meant to say World Destruction, but I'm not sure on that one. Wind of uh, Nostalgia. <laughs> Is that what people yeah, are no. going? I, I said that because on the you forums. know why I said Wind of Nostalgia. I said it because it looks like Skies of Arcadia, oh. and that's that's actually like Tecmo doing that one. Sorry. Anyway, I meant to say World Destruction, but you know. Even I've got my doubts. Um, it could be good. It could be bad. I guess Dengeki Magazine hated it. They gave it like a ridiculous review, just bashing and bashing, and this is crap, and that is crap, and nothing. They take it they're not biased me. like Famitsu. Um, they must not be. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah, they just they put the boots to it. And so that comes out here, actually, in about four days. I don't know if I'll buy it or not. We'll see. Anyway, this isn't about world destruction. Nope. Though, you know, internet hype machine. We're like, whoa, it's made by... There's a couple of Xenogears people. Well, it's probably going to be as good as Xenogears, and now I'm going to compare it to Xenogears at every turn, which is another editorial I wrote a little while ago where I went on a tirade about how dumb that idea is. Anyway, someone else talk. 
point. I hate the internet hype machine. Anyone listening, don't be fooled. Don't fall into the hive mind. Think for yourself. Bah. It's pretty hard. I know. Like, some days I'm just reading the internet and it just gets to me. I know I shouldn't let it, but... People, it's, it's what worries me. It's like, I mean, this is like a shallow kind of thing. Video games, I mean, it's not that important, but it's kind of indicative of a larger problem. It really is. So, I don't know. One of the larger... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, moving on, I guess. We had uh, Kingdom Hearts announced for PS2, the Chain of Memories remake. This is right. the one that was on Final Mix, right, in Japan? Yes, yeah, Final Mix Plus. The, was, part, was it the part of the Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix? Is that right? Yep, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix Plus. <coughs> What's the plus? Is that, is that the plus the actually stands for oh. Chain of Memories. <laughs> wow. I would have... I, I always, when I will go to write Chain of Memories, write plus. Because... I hate writing Chain of Memories. Well, they sold the two games together as one, so that's why they did that. Also, oh, they were on separate discs? Yes. I guess that explains why it's coming out here as a separate release. In the regular final mix of Kingdom Hearts 2, did they not include Chain of Memories? No, they've only released the version that has Chain of Memories. Oh. So why why bother with the plus? Why couldn't they just Because they're saying, "Hey, there's two games in this package." <laughs> Is that some sort of Japanese code? Plus, no, it's, there's two it's games no code. If only we'd known that in World War II. Could have saved us. So, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, because I didn't really like Chain of Memories that much. That's exactly it. I wasn't inspired enough to play it. I, I never had the desire to play it. You know who would have been good to have? Um, our old friend Courtney, because she didn't play it, and... I think she kind of liked it. She thought she said uh, "reverse reverse" saved the game for her. But Joey, didn't you play it too? I did. I have not played. In fact, I'm honestly slightly scared because, in a way, I kind of want it, especially since it's kind of interesting just to see. Plus, it's kind of helpful to have all of them on PS2 and not have to pick up my Game Boy. And it's kind of cool in the fact that they said that they're bringing back the actual voice actors from Kingdom Hearts One and Two. I like that because, hey, that means they're actually putting an actual emphasis into the game. They want to you know, make it actually sell a little bit, which is what scares me, because I do not want to buy another copy of it. And I'm not going to, but I do not even want to want to buy another copy of it, because Chain of Memories is absolute crap. I'm reading your review of it here. I have it pulled up on the site. You gave it a bad out of ten. Yes. You say, not enough reward was given for overcoming the challenges the game offered, and it wound up leaving things very anticlimactic. It might be worth a rental to understand Kingdom Hearts 2 more, but not a lot else. That, not that's, worth a lot else. That, I, that, you, that's my review, obviously, and that is absolutely describes Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories to a T. I didn't finish the game. Which is a sad part, because the first game absolutely sucks. The second game is so much better. Because there's Sora's story and Riku's story, and Riku's story is actually almost worth playing. Well, what a load of ass to make you play an entire another game just to get to the good part. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Well, why I'm bother? Not, 
that's exactly it. I'm not arguing there, but I'm just saying that the reasons that they made Rigu's story su- um, such a good one is that the story, the actual story itself is better. It fits more with the whole series mythology and, and um, doesn't have such a anticlimactic ending to it. And um, they streamline the gameplay so it's not ass all the way through. Here's a crazy, here's a crazy comparison. What if they made you play? What if when Disgaea came out, they made they, you had to beat Rhapsody first, or you couldn't play Disgaea? I, I just I told you I'm not arguing. <laughs> I no, totally I, agree that's stupid, but <laughs> I'm no. You missed the point. I, I hate to defend Square, um, but that that might not be quite as applicable because isn't the reverse rebirth of Chain of Memories? Isn't that like still the game system, the same game system and engine and stuff? Overall, like with the cards and that. Yeah, they Don't just think too much into it. my analogy. It was mostly a joke. Okay, we know this. Okay. No, I I know what you're saying though. If they made you play through a bunch of crap with a bunch of stupid characters and just to get to the good stuff, just to get to like yeah, the real. I, I gotta ask you, played. Heath. You played Rhapsody, didn't you? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. He still feels embarrassed and has to hide in the corner whenever he mentions it. Can can you I sing? Can you sing to... a song? I sang a song uh, the other day. I don't know. Because you know it was a musical what? adventure. It was a musical. Wait, sing a song from Rhapsody? Yeah. No, I I sang a song about whale sharks going to prom alone and then being uh, embarrassed about it. Oh. <laughs> That was probably better than Rhapsody. It was pretty good. Um, not going to delve too much into it, though. It's kind of personal. It really hits home. It's okay. I can post the lyrics in the forums, though, to the song I wrote. Well, you I heard it here first. To, I need to learn to play guitar a little better, and, uh, and then I'll, I'll release a, a single. You, you can make your debut on this, on this awesome cast. I will. I'll do just that. And we will get listeners from all over the world, and it will be. Maybe a, that's a way we can. That's a way we can raise money on the website. So we can. We'll get. We can sell we'll my get our new single. Three hundred hits. And uh, we'll, we'll sell my single since we won't sell advertisements since we continuously refuse <laughs> to do what everybody else does. Sell singles. And, and at least if we ever had to, it would just be a it would just be a banner ad, right? And not one that takes up like. That suddenly swells to fill the entire screen. If it came I, to it. I hate those so much. I hate when I'm just like do to do, and it's like I go to click something, and all of a sudden the banner is just like, click the banner. I'm like, you weren't there a second ago, you son of a bitch. That happens to me sometimes because like, the uh, the the non-ball, what do they call it, the optical mouse. Like sometimes the pointer will just like jump across the screen. Start everywhere. Do you have a mouse pad? I, no. That's probably why then. Dang. Yeah, I'm not up on these technological advancements like mouse pads. Because on my desk, if I if I do that without a mouse pad, it's just like uh, wah, I'm taking off. Bye. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, it'll jump across the screen and then I'll end up clicking an ad. Crap. But the thing would be, 
if we ever sold ad space, I would be tempted to like buy all the ads myself just so I could advertise dumb stuff like drop kicks. Like the drop kick. When was the last time you really landed at one? <laughs> so that people could be like, crap, yeah. Good point, advertisements. <laughs> stuff like that. Because I wouldn't want other people like to have any sort of control over the advertisements that pop up. Even for games that I enjoy, I'd be like, no, I need to advertise something. Anyway. So who but here was, played Odin Sphere? Oh, Odin Sphere? Who? I played a little bit of it. I own it, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, I need to beat Tales of the Abyss. I know Janelle did forever. You want to take my place? I guess. Here. Yes, we'll switch I'll, out. I'll, I'll tag out. Sorry, we've only got one okay. microphone here. I'm gathering that you're going to talk about the VanillaWare game, right? Shh. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're fucking Sorry. it all up. Yeah. Plot spoilers! Sorry. Well, if I'm going to be forced out for the VanillaWare discussion, let me just say, I did play and beat Grim Grimoire, and it was pretty cool. Really? i got to ask yes. you about that before you leave. Oh, you ask me. It's, it in the, it's in the bargain bin at Walmart for like $10. Should I get it? Get it. Yes, right. absolutely. It's totally worth that. Okay, bye. Yes. Okay, here. Just a minute. I hope it's still there. You're going to talk about the new Vanillaware game. I'll locate scans of it for you. Or it was 20 bucks, maybe. Or 20 bucks is what it was at our Walmart. 15, maybe. I think it might have I couldn't bring myself to get it because it's straight up RTS. Oh, oh shit. Hey, I don't do RTSs. Hi, Hello. Janelle. Hi. Maybe I won't sound like a robot this time. It's been a while. Well, it should be okay. Uh... The way we're doing it. This is a Nillaware game. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Odin Sphere, and you were brought up as the player of Odin Sphere. I was the player of Odin Sphere. That was funny. That was like a month before we got married, and I was playing an album like, what are you doing? married? I was like, yeah. Yeah, you showed it to us that one night, remember? We all went over to your house, and we were, you were playing it. You got stomped by that dragon. Yeah, I don't know if it was a dragon, but I got stomped by it, that's for sure. I'm pretty sure it was. But anyway, so I I don't really know that much about Vanillaware. Do you know anything about Vanillaware? Um, I know that they've made a few games in the past. Everyone talks about this Princess Crown game. I honestly haven't really gotten my hands on it, but it's... it's Odin Sphere is apparently its kind of spiritual successor. I don't know if that's in terms of gameplay or in terms of plot. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not too familiar with it. But I can say that Sphere was pretty spectacular, in my opinion. Um, you know, it did have its own flaws. A lot of people really hated the slowdown, which I've never seen anything like that in the PS2 game before. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. wonder why that would be. Just sloppy programming? Who knows? Uh, I don't know. A lot of people blame the graphics. I was going to say, I think it was really, really graphics-intensive, so... Well, it wouldn't be... I don't think it would be so much graphics in that case. I think the way I... When I look at Odin Sphere, 
I think the processor is probably what's being taxed more than the graphics. Just because there's all kinds of stuff going on. And, like, everything's moving. Yeah, there were a few bosses there where, you know, if this were Super Nintendo era, it would definitely be slowing down. Remember when, you know, on Super Nintendo, you'd be playing a game and tons of stuff would show up on the screen and, oh gosh, everything would start getting choppy and slow down. Yeah, I... I've been. I, that. I was playing uh, Gradius 3 on Super Nintendo is one game that has a kind of like a distinctive slowdown, I want to say. Like, people just like recognize the parts where it slows down and just... Mm. I don't know. I think if I played a game with like that, especially if it was a 2D game, just hearkening back to that era, it wouldn't bother me simply because it's like I'm, I would be used to it. Like, this just seems right somehow. It's kind of like part of life. If that makes any exactly. sense. Exactly. That does make sense. That's why it's not such a problem in Odin Sphere, I think. I think if Odin Sphere was 3D, people would have a lot more of a problem with it. Because you associate slowdown in 3D with messing up, whereas I think I associate slowdown in 2D as, oh, here we go, here's the slowdown part. I don't know if that makes any sense. On the other hand, I think a lot of people were disappointed because, you know, in this kind of you know, in this sort of generation and the previous generation of games, it's just something you didn't see. And yeah. Well, that in the last, you know, in the last little while, anything that hasn't been Super Nintendo, I've almost never seen slow down, with two exceptions. Otosphere and Trauma Center Under the Knife on one occasion. Uh, I never really saw it in Trauma Center, but... Um, it was just during the very, very last operation... This well, things got kind of crazy. Yeah, where there's all the little bugs popping out of people's hearts and stuff. I stopped dealing with them. There got to be too many on the screen. It's like, oh my goodness, is this slow down? Really? On the DX. Well, so you beat I Trauma did. Center, eh? I did not beat Trauma Center. Oh. I still haven't beaten that. It has left untouched. I've, I've left it untouched, so my skill has probably gone... Actually, I sat down one night after a long hiatus and just powered through the end of the game, so you probably could go back to it, maybe. I don't know. It might this might be one of those, like, you know, when you leave a game for a while, suddenly you get good at it. Has that ever happened to you before? Yeah, but I don't remember how to do the operation anymore. Like, I'll get to a milestone, and I'll be like, oh, um, the, the laser? Do I use the laser? Well, that's what game facts is for. Laser? So, Janelle, since you played Odin Sphere to completion, have you seen any screenshots of Oburo, Mur- Oburo Muramasa Yotoden? And yes, I know, once again, I butcher Japanese. I do that. That's my thing. We're just going to call it Muramasa. It is called Muramasa, the Demon Blade in America, uh, in English, so. I said we're going to call it Muramasa. The Demon Blade? No, wow, Muramasa. Well, anyway, well, the th- <laughs> it's got to have a subtitle because it's a game. Now in this stage, it's it just seems like a phenomenon. Like I look up and it's like, all of a sudden games suddenly have subtitles. I don't know why. Game with a subtitle part five, and this one has a brand new subtitle. So, what do you think of uh, Muramasa? I'm not looking at um, looking at the screenshot. It. It doesn't quite... I mean, the look kind of reminds me of Odin Sphere, but the style is different in a way. 
more of a Japanese folklore kind of mythological style. Yeah, that's what I kind of got from it. You know, it does look like a lot of Japanese sort of things. Japanese mythology has a lot of pretty cool monsters in it. Um, Odin's Sphere kind of looked more... I don't know, the style of Odin's Sphere is kind of really hard to pin down for me, because it's just kind of like this this weird angular kind of stuff going on. A lot of people compared it to kind of a very, very lush children's book, because it was more fantastical, whereas this looks more, not horror exactly, but more kind of... I don't know, gritty. There's a lot like bright colors and a lot more browns and grays and kind of subdued. Really? I mean, I admittedly, I haven't played Odin Sphere a lot, but just from what I've seen, Muramasa looks a lot brighter. Like the with like the pictures with the fish swimming in the water, and then all the bright red trees and everything, and then the the one town screenshot with all the Chinese lanterns. I, I can see your point there. Um, I mean, maybe we're looking at different sets of screenshots. I'm seeing a lot of grassy plains and scraggly trees and mountain scapes. But um, Odinsphere had very, very lush green, green forests. Um, you know, the netherworld is blue and green and shiny or something. Or, no way. Certain sections of the uh, underworld were blue and green and shiny, but like the volcano has the red, the very bright reds, and, you know, but I'm looking here, and while I am seeing patches of bright color, I'm seeing just overall the color is more subdued, a lot of browns and grays, and, um, you know, pale oranges, you know, like, colors you would see in real life. So do we know much about what the gameplay is going to be like? I don't think I've seen more than five seconds of the game in action. Basically, the most basic thing I can say is it's more than likely from everything I've heard and from the few videos I've seen of it, it's more than likely going to play just like Odin Sphere. What disclaimers you threw in there? Well, just from what I'm thinking, basically, from the looks of things and this video I saw, I'm not making fun of you, it's just, yeah, it does look kind of like Odin Sphere, but a lot of the screenshots look more platforming and fighter kind of esque to me. I'm not sure why. It just seems to give off that vibe. I'm not seeing more than one or two enemies on screen at, at a time. And um, whereas in Odin Sphere there was very little um, vertical levels, mostly you were just on a horizontal plane that shifted. You couldn't really jump up and land on stuff. It's very rare that you could do that. But it, I'm seeing, you know, jumping on from tree branch to tree branch. And, rooftop know, to rooftop. Yeah, rooftop to rooftop. Um, so just generally more vertically. More yeah. Ver- more vertical vertical focus. as well as horizontal. Um, which would definitely be a change. It doesn't look like it's, it's utilizing the circular levels like Omsudu. Which weren't, you know, they were circular in a way, but on screen they showed up as just flat. Which I thought was very cool, but uh, I can't tell if it's using those, but it doesn't seem like it would be. And it looks like it would be more of a... 
but again, these are pretty, um, you know, early, old kind of screens. I'm sure we'll see more new, new things in the future that'll clear it up for us, but. So Atlas published Odin Sphere, right? Um, in North America? Yeah. Yes. I believe they did. Atlas published it in North America. Square Enix published it in Europe. That's right. And then they brought it But Exceed is publishing Muramasa in America. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of companies for a few games from a single developer to be spread across. But. You know, whatever. All, all I know for sure is with Muramasa officially finally coming over here, I'm officially broke because that means I now have to buy a Wii. Hmm, yeah, that. What's that? I know, this system buying dilemma thing. It, it kind of sucks. Like, I want a Wii, but I'm sitting on a which, I mean, it has been a pretty good choice, which means that we can play Valkyria Chronicles. Um, which is a really fantastic game if you want to. Strategy RPGs, tactical RPGs, etc. Um, it's, it doesn't look like it. I've heard a lot of people saying it's a first person shooter or it's an action game, it's a third person shooter. Um, you know, it's not really any of those. It's only third-person shooter up until you actually shoot. Then it's... <laughs> <laughs> until you aim. rather. I mean, it's... Time stops when you, when you aim. Which makes it more of a turn-based thing than, than you would actually think. Well, that's the impression I got from watching... I downloaded the... Uh, there was a trailer on PlayStation Network... And it basically looked kind of like a free-form kind of strategy RPG where you just like everyone's running around a very free-form environment. But like when you stop, I mean, it's still like here you are here over this hill and you're shooting there. You shoot and then it's like the RPG takes over and then you move around some more. Is that kind of and it's turn like every person takes their turn? Yeah, it's turn-based. Like picture chip board. Okay, I'm going to move this piece now. Here I am moving the piece. Okay, I take an action. Maybe I'll move it more. Okay, I imagine. Bam. But there's no like but, grid or anything. It's very like open and just kind of like no, running around freeform. Here, he's he speeding the game. I've only played a little bit, although I really enjoy it. So maybe I'll tag him back in. You want you want um, tag back in? Yeah, I feel tag back in here. It was great. Bye, Janelle. Thanks for your input. <coughs> hey. Yo. So I heard you guys talking about Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, somehow we got onto it, but hey. Excellent. No, you know what? We forgot to say that, and I count myself as guilty of uh, something I'm going to complain about momentarily. Uh, we forgot about Valkyria Chronicles. Man, it bothers me when I'm seeing people popping up on forums and crap like, Hey man, have you ever heard of this game called Valkyria Chronicles? I'm just hearing about it now. It's like, man, I've been, <laughs> I've been raving about this game for so long. I'm covering the hell out of this. 
And when, in fact, um, I haven't posted a lot of the things that I intended to in the game in July and haven't reviewed it. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. You ruined it sorry. for North America. You that's dropped a, the ball. That's a Sega I game, right? Go post. Yeah, and it is a Sega game. And I forgot to mention it when we were like, yeah. or when we, by we, I mean Joey. When Joey was like, rrr, rrr, Sega, rrr, rrr, rrr. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to think. I'm like, man, what was the really good Sega game I played in the summer? <laughs> oh yeah, Valkyria Chronicles. No, it's awesome. It's uh, what it's what Sega did do out of the, available now. What's that? Sega did not announce the announcement of Valkyria Chronicles, and that's why no one knows it's there. I know they didn't. Uh, they didn't announce enough in advance. Like, hey guys, we're going to announce an announcement. We are making RPG now. Um, <laughs> what would the picture be? For Valkyria Chronicles. Hitler. What would the picture be? Yeah. No. <laughs> you could definitely admit that would garner a lot of attention. <laughs> that would yeah, do the job. Good. We are making RPG uh, now. Seagal! <laughs> we are making RPG now. Uh, so anyway, tell us about Valkyria yeah. Chronicles. What did Janelle already tell you? I heard, she, I heard her... Uh, Already describing just, the battle system and stuff. She basically just a just little bit her, though. She basically just disparaged notions that it is a third-person shooter. I hate like when people are talking about like, uh, oh yeah, I'm watching these gameplay videos. Looks like it's a got third-person action elements. It's like no, not really. <laughs> like when you're running, enemies will shoot at you, and that's actiony. Like you. There will be times when you have to, like, okay, run fast, you know, to the wall that you can get behind or whatever. But really, I mean, it's very RPG-esque, even in the the fire that you take on when running around. Um, it's very, you know, they'll fire five times and reload, and they're just standing there like boobs the whole time. And then when you stop, they're just going to hold completely still and be like, what? Oh, you aiming at my head? You aiming your gun at my head? Oh, you're doing? You get me all lined up. Get me all lined up. Then you put your controller down and you go get a drink from the fridge and you come back and you're like, "Yeah, it looks good." And you press your X button and see if your guy pulls the shot off. Watch their enemies' brains explode. Not really. Shots <laughs> are pretty funny. I mean, they, sometimes like uh, a shot, particularly from snipers, will like knock a guy back really far and like he'll hit sandbags real awkwardly and his legs will fly up over his head and stuff and it's pretty funny to watch um no it it's great in like every aspect and when i eventually post this review that i've apparently been working on for gosh it's like three months now um it'll be very glowing and largely positive um so did you beat the, the graphics game? are wonderful yes and uh, in July, mind you, <laughs> July oh, yeah. no less. I, I would I've hope so. Playing, Otherwise, uh, you've been lying about not playing RPGs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was. I said that Dragon Quest Three was one of the last games I played before my vacation. But Valkyria Chronicles was actually Chronicles the last. was officially the last um, okay. in like the middle of July. Anyway, uh, but I have tinkered once in a while with uh, the hard mode, which is aptly named. You go through and for all these battles, you've got easy and normal, 
as your options. When you beat the game, you unlock hard mode. And a lot of people will probably complain about that. Um, but no, that's legit. When you go into the skirmishes in hard mode, like the first skirmish, for example... Oh, sorry, I should probably explain. Um, in between story battles, if you want to, for lack of a better term, level grind, but even then there's kind of a cap, and after you play the same level a number of times, the experience you get from it won't be sufficient to make your time worthwhile. Yeah, anyway, if you want to you know, practice your strategies or test things out or level grind for a time, you can play certain levels of the game again, or at least uh, their battle segments. So the first skirmish that gets unlocked is, of course, remarkably easy in easy and normal mode. You can do it with just two command points and get the S rank. And it's just really easy. You can take one soldier into the battle and win. Uh, but in hard mode, instead of being set up in such a way that you can just run to the enemy's base and capture it instantly, um, you're, like, surrounded by tanks and machine gunners and scouts and turrets and just anyone that moves anywhere is going to start out by getting heavy fire. And it's, uh, sometimes it's almost ridiculous, actually. But, anyway... Do not attempt to move or you'll be made into hamburger. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, it's a... It's a really fun game. One of the more fun things about it is that um, there's no exact, perfect way to do each battle. And I know, like, the shortly after the American release, and you'll see all kinds of FAQs posted, like, tricks and things like that. Like, this is how you do this. Like, bang, 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 step-by-step -step processes. But really, aside, you don't even need those. Like, you can really be creative in how you beat a certain mission. Like if if a step-by-step -step strategy of someone's, whatever they'll concoct, um, whatever they come up with, if that's not working for you, there are other ways to do everything. Like, it's, it's a lot more versatile. What am I trying to say here? Like, it, There are multiple final, paths to victory. Right. Final Fantasy Tactics and things like that, for example, while great games, other strategy RPGs, it's almost like, well, man, and, you know, uh, you just can't do this battle without uh, such and such, or you, you gotta go this way, and you gotta do that. There's a lot more you have to in other strategy RPGs, wherein, whereas in Valkyria Chronicles, there are some, of course, there's going to be some, and, of course, you know, you got to do your mission objectives. But you can go about them pretty differently. And I, uh, I found myself using quite a few unorthodox strategies to go about things off times. So, yeah, it's really enjoyable for the, the thinking strategy RPG player. By the way, Heath, I remember you saying um, something about a killer glitch and that you were having you tried contacting Sega. Do you think they're going to do anything about that? Uh, no, I don't. They've been pretty silent on the issue, anyway. 
So, but no, the, the glitch was, and I wasn't alone in this. I checked a few forums, and there were other people that had reported it before I even before I had my problem in chapter ten. After you beat the story battle, sometimes it just freezes, like the screen just goes black and nothing happens, and the only way to shut off your PS3 is to like flip the switch. Like you can't do it with the controller like you usually would. Um, and it was people were loading up their mid-battle saves to try and just well, I'll, I'll beat the mission again. You know, I'm only two minutes away from the end of the battle. I'll try it again. And that wouldn't let them, like, they had to start the battle over again. And the first time you do it, that battle might take you an hour. So that's a pretty killer glitch. Yeah, that really kind of sucks. Yeah, and I, I contacted Sega of America several different ways, and they never seemed to care, care too much about it. So I'm gathering that it's going to be left in, but... The game is still worth getting. The game is amazing. Um, my heart goes out to anyone that has to do that battle two or three times, as was the case with me. I think I played through it three three times. It was twice it glitched out, and then the third time was the charm, I, I guess. So I read the accounts on the internet that were more than that. You'd so, still hope that they'd fix it for release here. I should hope so. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I I wouldn't let that dissuade anyone from getting the game because it is awesome and it's the best strategy RPG to come in along in years. I'll be voting for it for RPG of the Year at the end of the year. Um, and that's that. The story's great. The graphics great. The music's great. The gameplay's great. Uh. Just everything about it is uh, really high quality. Worth sixty bucks. Yes. Unlike unlike Zoid's Assault, from what it sounds like, this one is worth the sixty bucks. And if we spend the sixty bucks on it, maybe they'll make a sequel, which I would really appreciate. And an upcoming editorial I'm going to write is what would make a perfect Valkyria Chronicles two. All right. Well. I guess uh, we can wrap it up. Sounds good. So, anyone have any parting things to say? Actually, yes, I do have one parting comment. It is officially Sunday, the 21st of September, as we record oh this. You'll probably be hearing this a lot later than the actual release date, which is tomorrow. But tomorrow is Monday, the 22nd of September. Mega Man 9 comes out. Everybody out there, Mega Man fans or not, for the love of God, buy this game. It is only $10. Support Capcom in this so they'll actually make continue making good games at cheap prices for us. Thus said Super Mega Man X, his online moniker. Can't tell he's biased. I hate to say, you sounded kind of whiny right there. <laughs> Your tone. And- you were like... Please buy this game. I'm sorry. Sorry to make fun of you, Joey. Joey, you're my friend. (laughs) But uh, you said, like, please buy this game. (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking, like, wow, Joey, that's really, really whiny about this. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. 
But yeah, I will be buying it because Mega Man is fun. Uh, is it is it like WiiWare or something? Yes, it, it is. is. Oh, crap. It's, it's also on PS3. Oh, really? And 360. No way. Although, interestingly cool. enough, the three the, the poor 360 owners aren't getting it until October 1st. Odd. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, the release schedules for all the download stuff is really odd most of the time. Like, I've never quite understood it. It's like mysterious things keep happening with, like, games disappear and never show up. It's like, get pushed back. Released one day on here and run one day on here. Who knows? Okay. Alright, well, that's about does it for us. So, until uh, next time, hopefully there is a soon... See you in time. another ten months. Yeah. See you in ten months. Bye. We're back, people. Keep listening. Thanks for listening. All right. See you guys. Signing off.